Hello and welcome back to God in Therapy with your favorite licensed mental health counselor, Tara Body. And tonight we're going to dive in on a, on a very, hmm, a very touchy topic called the absent parent. And I want to talk about this topic because I have clients that are still struggling sometimes with not having a particular parent in their life, their mother or their father, their mother or birth mother or father. And it doesn't matter the age. Uh, people in their 40s, 50s, 60s still struggling with the fact they did not have a parent in their life or they experienced some level of rejection or separation from their birth parent. Um, this is a topic very close to my heart. Um, and I want to talk about it and hopefully tonight bring you some level of healing, understanding, or just a different perspective. So let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray tonight that the listener, the one that is viewing or listening, God, that this conversation tonight, God, will have a shift for them, Lord, in their heart, in their spirit, in their mind, that they will gain something from this conversation, God, something that you have always wanted them to hear was your heart on this matter. So, God, I decrease so that you will increase, Lord, and you will speak to your children tonight. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. So, I want to start this conversation from a story in the Bible, which is the story of Abraham, Sarah, and Hagar, which is in Genesis 21. If you remember this story, Sarah and Abraham were promised a son. They were promised that, they, that Abraham will be the father of many nations, but it was taking a while. It was taking a little time. And then Sarah decided, Sarah decided, came to Abraham and said, go into my maidservant Hagar. Go into my maidservant Hagar. And this is how we're going to get this will of God done. This is how we are going to decide on the promise of God. And Abraham went into Hagar and then they produced Ishmael. Well, if you know the story later on, Sarah and Abraham did have a son. They did have Isaac, and then there was some contention in the relationship. And so once the contention was there, Sarah came to Abraham and said, I need Hagar and Ishmael to go. Now, this was Abraham's real son. But Sarah said, it's causing contention. I need them to go. And so Abraham went to God and said, what do I do with this situation? And the angel of the Lord told him, send them away. Send them away. And then God is going to bless Ishmael on his own. Because he is your son, God is still going to make a nation of him and bless him and favor him. And then another angel told Hagar and Ishmael once they went away that God was going to bless them and they weren't going to die. I start with that story because I had a question in my heart. As an adult person, when I used to have this conversation with God consistently about do do you really ever not allow a child to be connected to their birth parent I know God your design is that all children are born to married couples but you see so much of that not happening what does the child do that longs for that relationship with that birth father or that birth mother what do they do is that just a thing that a child would have to live with? And what do you say about that? It was a real conversation I was having with God um, in my car with my own father, 
who my birth father is not in my life based upon the circumstances of my parents. And I said, God, is that a prayer I need to let go? Is that a conversation I don't need to have? Is it possible that I live my life completely and never have that relationship with my birth father? And God brought me to this story. Because he wanted to give me the perspective that, yes, there are some children that will never connect with their birth parent. And I know that's hard for somebody to hear right now because you're still saying, I think one day I'm going to find them and we're going to have this great relationship. Or my parent is rejecting me and I was praying that God would change their heart. The first thing I want to say to you is that God's design is truly that we all have um, our mothers and our fathers in our life. But we are in a sinful world. And because of the sins of people, that does not always happen for every child. It doesn't. It didn't happen for me, and it didn't happen for some of you. But that does not mean that your life is a mistake or that you are illegitimate. Because some people will say, well, that was a mistake. The Bible, the Word of God talks about that every child that is born, God is the one that opens and closes the womb. He is the one that opens and closes the womb. Genesis 38 and 27 says, And God remembered Rachel and hearkened to her and opened her womb. So God is the one that decides who gets on this planet. So the first point I want to make to you is, no matter the circumstances of your birth, if you are here, it's because the God of the universe wanted you here. See, people are sinful. People have sex outside of marriage. People commit adultery with their spouses and children are born because God sees that people are going to do what they're going to do. My phrase is people going people. But a lot of times God says, well, I see what they're doing, but I'm going to get something out of it. I'm going to get something good even out of this situation where they are continuing to sin. They're doing whatever they want to do. But I got people I need to bring into the earth for a reason, for a purpose, and to Im impact mankind. So while they're doing their own thing and selfish or ignoring me and my laws, I'm going to get a child into the earth. And sometimes he does that. He opens the womb. He does. So I want some of you to really gather that thought right now, that if you are here, God wanted you here. And he's trying to use your life to impact the world. He's using your life. You are not illegitimate. The way you got here was illegitimate, which means illegitimate is outside the laws and traditions, meaning that's not how God would have wanted you here. But here you are. Here you are. And you have been getting, given a set of ingredients in your life that God wants you to do something with it. You still have a very purposeful life outside of your parents some of you were given up at birth and you were adopted parents or you were in foster care still God wanted you here yes he knew the beginning was going to be rough a lot of us born into these situations were like okay I would have never picked this <laughs> I know that at the at the announcement of my birth it was a lot of upset people <laughs> a lot I'm very aware but I know sitting here at this age and stage in my life, it was the plan and will of God that I be here. I know that there's an inheritance I still received from my father's family, even though they didn't raise me. There's an inheritance for you still to receive from your father's family, from your mother's family, even though they didn't raise you. 
And I want to also tell you, those of you who you're trying to connect with your family, you're trying to have a close relationship with your birth parents, and they are not getting some things right in their attitude and the way they're treating you, God has talked to them about you. He does hear your prayers, but he cannot make people move outside of their own will. And that's another point I need you to sink into your spirit. God can speak to people. He has spoken to them, but every human being has a will. When God created human beings, the one thing he gave them was free will. And so although he can speak to them, he'll tell them the right thing to do and what they should do by you, they still have a will. But the beautiful thing about God is that he will go speak to somebody else and say, can you mother them? Can you father them? I love when I hear about people who adopted children that did not have their mother or father. That is the heart of God working in somebody's heart to say they don't have anybody to do it, but God, I will. God, I will step in and be that for this child. I love all the step parents that stepped in and said, I am not the birth parent, but I will parent the child. I will protect them. I will cover them. He spoke in their hearts on your behalf. And he put people in your life, the mentors, the coaches, the teachers, the aunts, the uncles, the godparents. These are people that God placed on their heart a favor for you. But when we are consistently going after that birth parent, we will miss the hand of God in our life. We will miss the gifts he tries to bring to make sure you get exactly what you need. He will make sure that you don't lack anything if you allow it. Because a lot of times we'll be closed off. I don't want those people. I don't want to connect with those people. I want my mom. I want my dad. But God knows where your parents are in their heart and their mind and their capacity to love you. Because a lot of them simply do not have the capacity to love you and to raise you into the person that you need to be. Some of them don't. And if you study them and their background and their history and their character and their integrity, some of you really, 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 if you had to sit down and think about the truth of it, they did not have a capacity to raise you. Some of you would not be halfway as good as you are right now if that person was in your life. There is a fantasy in your head that says, if my mother was there or my father was there, I would have had a better life. That's not necessarily true. That's not. Because some of them have their own issues. Some of them would have broken you, would have harmed you mentally, emotionally, physically. And God protected you from somebody that really did not have the capacity to help you. There are some parents don't have the financial capacity. So they put you up to give somebody else a chance to provide for you. You are not rejected. You are planned according to God's will. Your parents didn't plan you, but God did. He planned you to be here, and he also planned on who would raise you and help you. So I pray um, for you right now, some of you as you're listening to me, it is a very hard concept for you to grasp that these parents, these birth parents are not essential. They're not essential to my growth to my happiness no they're not <laughs> I'm gonna say it and I'm saying this 
as a child that God had to really help heal that. I told you the only reason I'm on here and the anointing I have for this level of counseling is because I've had to walk out those he that healing. I had to walk out that understanding, that truth, and that wisdom. I am so grateful for all the moms and the dad God sent me, the dads in my life, the protectors, the providers, the nurturers that he sent in so many different ways. Sometimes these people are your own age. Sometimes these people are younger than you. But God can bring nurturing and love and provision whatever way that he needs to. And I want to talk about how God says he himself can be the father to the fatherless and the mother to the motherless. I believe that one of the advantages I had um, growing up and not having a father in my life is that I had to wholly depend on God to be the father. I remember having these conversations with God as a teenager, as a young person and saying, God, if my father isn't here, I guess it's you. And I'm saying that like God is some subpar, extra, like secondary character. I guess if I don't have a daddy, I guess you'll do God. <laughs> I guess you'll be fine. You'll be good enough. Well, what I didn't realize is I was tapping into the greatest father ever. God's resources are endless. What God can do for you is more than any earthly father ever could do. What I realized is when I tapped into him being my father, I had access to everything. It meant he literally took me in his hand and said, I got you. Whatever you need, whenever you need it, you'll have it. And he worked through so many people throughout my life to always give me what I needed when I needed it. Now, what if I had been bitter? What if I had decided, well, but that's not in my life. I don't care. I'm going to make bad grades. I'm going to not do what I'm supposed to do. And I'll just use it as an excuse. I don't have a father. I could have just been a statistic. You could just be a statistic and say, well, they weren't there. My mom wasn't there. My dad wasn't there. And this is just how I am. I don't have anybody that's proud of me. I don't have anybody that's looking out for me. And that's the way my life is going to be. I advise you not to. I want you to tap in to who God is and how he can fulfill it. He is not the one that hurt you. He is not the one that abandoned you. If it, if it was his way, everybody on the planet would be born to a loving mother and father, raised in a beautiful, balanced house, and set out here to rule the world and be amazing. But that is not the case. You have people in the home with their mother and father who don't grow up into happy whole individuals. So don't assume just because they were present that it would have made such a wonderful, positive impact on your life. I want you to get rid of that fantasy like I had to. That was a thought in my head that if my dad was just here, I'm sure there's a lot of things I wouldn't have experienced. There's a lot of things I wouldn't have had to wonder about. It's a lot of things I could have done, but it may not have been true. It could have been just as bad or worse. It could have been. But I tapped into who God was, connected to him, and he has helped my life. And so I wanted that to be this episode because there's somebody today you're still dealing with that. You're still believing somebody abandoned you. And you don't even want to tell your story. It's hard for you to tell the story of how people were upset with you just being born. That was not your fault, and they can't hold you to that. You didn't make anybody's life hard. If your parent 
birthed you into a situation where they weren't ready to be a parent, that is not your fault. That is theirs. They cannot come at you and say, you, it made my life hard and I struggled because I had kids. Uh, you didn't have yourself. They had you. You were not involved in the process. Parents, stop bringing children into the world that you don't prepare yourself for. Financially, mentally, <laughs> spiritually, if you're not prepared, don't bring them. But once they get here, don't you dare put that burden on them that they did something to you. They did nothing to you. They were just born. And let me tell you, they were a gift to you. Believe it or not, the child was a gift. It was God seen despite whatever you were doing, despite your sin, despite the situation, despite your issues. He said, I'm still going to give them a gift because children are a gift. He said, there's still something in them I, do, I still want to reproduce. And he gave you a child. And he said, well, do this right. You might not have done your life right. You may have been making some bad decisions. But I'm going to give you a new assignment, this child. And let me see if because you have a child, you might change your life. It may cause you to turn around. It may cause you now to be responsible. It may cause a change in you if I put this child here. So some of you, the child was here to save your life. The child was given to you because God assumed you would now change your behaviors, your actions, because a lot of adults do that. They say, if I hadn't had this child, I wouldn't have got my life right with God. If I hadn't had this child, I wouldn't stop being all over the place, doing whatever and being irresponsible. The child helped me to grow up and mature. And a lot of you, who are misplacing your child, displacing them, getting rid of them, sending them off for other people to raise, they were your second chance to prove to God that you could steward something well and handle something good, and he would have blessed you through your children. Some of you today do not have your children in your life, and they are still wanting to meet you. They're still wanting to connect with you. They're still wanting to be with you. And you have an opportunity to go back to them and apologize and say, I wasn't all the way together when I had you. Some of you, your children are grown. And you still need to go back and say, I did not have myself where I needed to be when I had you. So there were some mistakes I made, some things I didn't know. I just didn't do well. I was not ready. But I apologize because because it wasn't your fault. I wish I could have gave you everything that you needed. I wish I could have been there. And I am so sorry. And whatever way that you feel about it is okay because it's justified. Who wouldn't want their parent in their life? Who wouldn't want their mother together? Some of you need to suck up that pride. You won't go to your child and you won't apologize because you're afraid of the way it's going to make you feel. But I want you to come outside of yourself and try to understand how it makes that child feel. They didn't have anything to do with your situation. They didn't have any, anything to do with who you had them with. They had nothing to do with that. But here they are. And some of you right now, you are fighting with the other parent. Ladies, do not keep your children away from good fathers. Don't do it. If these men don't want to be in a relationship with you, but they want to provide for their children, do not stop their provision. If they're trying to pay for them, buy them things, spend time with them, and these are good people and you know it, 
Do not keep them out of their lives because if you stop their provision, God will stop yours. You stop them from getting their father's love, you won't get yours. You have to understand reaping and sowing. I'm telling the truth to some of you. You don't understand because you are keeping your child from receiving what is rightfully theirs. It is causing a disconnect in your life and a lack in your life. If that child's father says, I don't want to be in a relationship with you, but I'm willing to do everything for that child, you left them. You don't tell them, well, I don't need you, and you need to pretend like they are never born, and you leave us alone. No. That's not okay. That is still that person's child, and that child has a right to be blessed by their fathers. So, ladies, I have to say that. It's wrong of you to keep a child away from a good father that is trying to provide for them and take care of them and give them something. No, you all are not married. But if that father is saying, I still want them to know that they are loved by me and seen by me and that I wanted them, let that child have that. Don't fill their head with lies because you're hurt. Don't fill their head with lies because it didn't work out for you. Don't do it. You will reap that. You will reap it well into your old age. And then you will cause a disconnect between you and that child later. Some of you today do not have a relationship with your adult child because you spent their whole childhood disconnecting them from the other parent. You reap what you sow. So there are apologies to be made. There is a repentance for a lot of us. A lot of people need to simply repent to their children. If that child is wrathful, because they have looked at a lot of things that were done to them that are out of their control and they had no power and they didn't ask for it. They didn't ask for your dysfunctional situation. They didn't ask for the person that you had them with. They didn't ask for any of it, but it is your job as the parent that is there to try your best to make it better, to try your best to fix a broken situation so that child can grow up balanced and healthy. They do need good people in their life. Now, if the child's father is not a good person, well, not a good person, but not doing things that you want that child to be trained, you still need to get good people in their lives. You still need other mentorship for the girls and the boys. If there is no father figure in their life, find them. Find uncles, mentors, coaches, people that can balance their lives, that could give them love, affirmation, and correction, that can help you raise that child because God can bring help. Parents, there, are, there is help for you. Do not remain bitter. Do not remain angry. Don't do that. God says, I gave you another assignment for you to do well in. And I'm going to bless you through this child. Children are always a blessing. They're always a blessing. And child, if you out there, whether you're young or old, you are a blessing. Don't, never, don't let anybody tell you different you are a blessing to your parents. You are, you are a light in their very dark situation. You are a bright light when you were born. God wanted you here. It says in Jeremiah 1 and 5, Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I set you apart and appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Men and God had a purpose and design for you even before you were formed. He said, I'm going to get something good out of a jacked up situation. <laughs> I'm going to make somebody really good out of this. And here you are. So I pray tonight that somebody got some clarity. Somebody got some healing. Somebody got some instruction. Even if you felt convicted, 
that's a good thing. Because now God has given you answers to why your situation is the way it is. Why you and your child are disconnected the way that you are. Now you can go back and, and fix it. And even though they may not be ready right away to forgive you or to hear you, you need to say, at least I got my heart clean by at least telling them that I'm aware of the reason that they may be hurt. Say, I at least want you to know that I know why you're angry and I know why you're hurt. And I apologize for that. And I pray that you can forgive me because none of us are human. And I pray that you never have to experience what I experienced when I was young and when I had you. Be humble to these children because these are people. These are children of God. These are beings that God sent in the, into the earth. And they did not deserve to go through the traumas that they've been through under your care. And you can fix it. You can repair it. You can be God's instrument to heal your child. To feel an empty space just by your words. I hope you got something tonight. I hope God has spoken to you. And until next time, this is Tara Body with God in Therapy. Take care. Mm -hmm.